realize I was just airing a grievance that I have with my girlfriend who is not here. Uh, and that's a problem I have with her and not you. <laughs> I was about to uh, work through some personal Wait, listen, issues in real we're time. All in support of you taking this out on set. <laughs> wow! Thanks. Um, I'm just being a pedant to be to be an asshole. I'm not being a pedant. Be, well, maybe I am actually a pedant. <laughs> Hello and welcome, um, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends oh, okay. On It, and we are going to clap to sync the audio tracks. Oh, no. Wait. Three, okay. two, two, one. One. Clap. There we go. Perfect. Pretty good. All right. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's all... Clicking. Hold on. We, we got it on the click. first try, click. and I click. defy you to tell us otherwise. <laughs> got it. Click. Now, uh, this is the show where every week one of our hosts picks a topic and uh, shows it to the other hosts, and uh, we kind of convene and get it all together. And this week, we are doing it remotely. <laughs> we cannot uh, <laughs> sit next to each other and, uh, you know, all eat yes. from the same communal watermelon. And a uh, restraining order against every other member of the podcast. <laughs> honestly, it's have have to be long, long, t- long time coming, honestly. We all have to be in an equidistant uh, 100 miles away from each other. <laughs> I can't believe the terms of that court order also require me to watch the prequels. Yeah, I'm so weird. mad about that. It's weird that <laughs> the judge allowed that. I have to play Deus Ex again? <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, I have some of the finest fictional detectives on the show with me uh the finest ever the ones who can crack any case solve any mystery i have sherlock hound cam oh what am i from uh uh sam you're and from max a, i think you're, you're from, from you're, you're, you're from sherlock hound oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> i don't know what that is that. <laughs> it was like right that was miyazaki worked on. no yes yes oh yes. i wanted to say bojack horseman that would have been funnier <laughs> like all the sure. characters are like slightly yeah. off. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, please move on, please. <laughs> I have uh, the nosiest detective I've ever read about, Miss Marple. Seb. Hi. Uh, uh, I, I don't just think... figured it out uh, already. <laughs> I have an amazing mind. Very, very good. Uh... Wow. <laughs> just like our writer, I would have figured it out. Sooner. <laughs> I'm better than a real detective. Um, we have joining us from the future, uh, Sherlock Holmes of the 22nd century. Uh, don't look that up. You you will not. You will regret looking it up. It is the hey, dumbest, Nick, ugliest, stupidest thing. That's Alex. Do not worry about me looking that up. <laughs> oh, that's that's me. Yeah, that's uh, Alex. my my detective skills are augmented. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and I am your host, Dick Gumshoe, Nick. Hey. Oh, he is a big, real dick. Big fan of that. D- just, uh, all right, we got to localize this uh, detective-based joke. What do we name this guy? Two nicknames for detective. Just put them <laughs> one right after the other. He's a private dick, and he's a gumshoe. He's Dick Gumshoe. It's both. Don't worry about it. Uh, anyway, I'm bringing up all these uh, fictional detectives because this week, we're talking about Columbo. And oh, that was good. <laughs> thank you. Mm. Uh, you have know, a cigar in your mouth. 
You know, I, I, uh, I sometimes I just get sidetracked and I ha- get on these minute? get on these little tent. Do you have you know, a minute? You, you know what bothers me? You know what? Yeah. the impression <laughs> at the end of last week's episode, and I was like, "Is that how he talks?" <laughs> and it was. <laughs> little did you know, it was entirely accurate. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't just doing a silly voice for no reason, as I am prone to doing sometimes on this show. I was uh, attempting to imitate what you would be experiencing uh, later in that week. And um, this is uh, one of my... It's it's. I don't watch a lot of live-action TV, but this is something I've recently come into, and it's one of my favorite episodic shows. And I will get into that more in the second segment. But in the first segment, I wanted to talk about detective stories and mysteries, because I think there are a lot of things that happen, like, that just kind of go... That kind of happen in every mystery story, or, like, that... Uh, that you can enjoy as a genre because like it's different from say horror uh, in that the it, I think the conventions have kind of worked around it in a really different way because it started in you can have mystery games or mystery films but mysteries started with books and they I feel like the DNA of that is always in them where you're trying to write a dime novel detective story like we introduce these characters and you got to figure out who's really stealing from the bank or who really who really took the prize opal or murdered the bank it was the guy who you thought was dead yeah turns out it was man or yeah basically i mean like starting with sherlock holmes but even going before then you have all these stories of like i just want a story that i can like rotate in my head head like a 3d cube and try and look at all the sides of it like that's Mm -hmm. It's, it's fun. There's something special about it. And I don't know if you guys have any experience with that, but it was always my favorite kind of book to... One of my favorite kinds of books to look for in, like, the school library was I'm like, Definitely. I want something... I want a little I want a little mystery that I can get done in, like, 150 pages that I'll, I'll enjoy, you know, that I'll just get something out of. And I think that short mystery short stories are a lot of fun because of that as well, because it's like, what can we set up in... 50 pages what can we set up in uh, in 22 minutes like how how fast could we get this mystery in and out of people's heads um and uh i I wanted to ask if you guys had any favorite mystery stories or even mystery episodes of other things that you liked uh like because it does does give you a little bit of a puzzle box feel you know there's something special and satisfying about being like i'm the real detective me reading the story or watching the the show or whatever you know and that that makes it kind of fun like to um real quick I want to talk about this. Watching this show made me think about it a lot. Is I don't like being the person who's trying to solve the mystery mm. as the show is going on. I like to, you know, like the the creator um, made this story to be interesting, not to be solved before they show you how it was solved. That's not how it was supposed to work. That's not fun not to solve the mystery before the depends. characters. Yeah, it, it depends. In, in, I'm talking about like movies I, and shows before games. Yeah. Games yeah, yeah, is yeah. a different it's, story. It's, I think it's different when... Um, well, I, mean, I think it feels different when uh, you're not given all the information and you're trying to solve the mystery, which right. can For example, come off as weird and frustrating if you don't... Like, if, you, if the... Uh, Sherlock Holmes reveal is something you would have no way of having known. Right. That, that that's is a great totally example. I agree that's a great that. example because specifically Sherlock Holmes never gives you all the information he has in, the, yeah, in those stories. Sucks. Because you're reading from the perspective of Watson, who, while smart, is much dumber than Holmes, he's <laughs> he is like, oh. Watson's not even dumb. It's just yeah, Sherlock is a <laughs> yeah. savage yeah, asshole. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, you never you don't get the chance to figure it out yourself, and some people feel cheated because of that. Mm-hmm. But 
a good mystery is a fun story. You know, you read a fun... You, like, when I'm reading a fantasy story, I'm not like, well, I gotta know how every single magic item works. It's <laughs> right. more It's more like I'm reading the story because I want to read a fun story and have a good time and escape into the world or whatever. But I think like, what you might have been getting at, Kim, and something that I appreciated out of this show and other mysteries is that you know exactly how it happened and then you watch the guy solve it. Yes, mm. that's what I like. Is yeah. I don't think you should be... Maybe it's because I'm worried about feeling dumb while I'm watching these types of things. <laughs> like, I don't want to like get to the end and be like oh i should have known because of blank 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 i want to be like oh wow this guy's cool because he figured it out you know what Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. that's why Um, i like this show this much one of my favorite mysteries recently um was the movie knives out Mm -hmm. yeah uh, which is also a very similar case of uh very early on you know exactly who done it and it kind of recontextualizes the whole mystery solving process Mm -hmm. uh, in a very interesting cool way Um, without spoiling too much of the plot there um, they really take you on a a couple different twists and turns after you think you know what happened something Uh, that I liked about Knives Out that I I would like to see more mystery stories do and there probably are and I just haven't read or watched them or whatever but is giving you a mystery and making the viewer hope it doesn't get solved mm -hmm. at at one point or another in the story um Alex, you talked about Twin Peaks before on the show, and I think that that's a very interesting case, because while you're following a detective and there is a mystery, the creators never intended for it to be solved. <laughs> like, they were like, from the beginning, that's they're like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the show is about, it's not about the viewer trying to figure it out and actually literally knowing who done it. It's about what the murder of this girl does to the town. Yeah, it's about and, the characters. And, and then, mm-hmm. and then, oh my god, it was, wasn't it literally Michael Eisner? No, it was was it Bob Iger? Bob Iger, right? He was Bob Iger was the executive who was like, if you do not show who literally the person who killed Laura Palmer, I am going to end your show. And David Bob was, Iger? Yeah. The Disney guy? Yeah, he he wasn't at Disney at the time. He was he was the executive of whatever. It was it was it was some executive who was uh hot <laughs> shit now. I'm pretty sure it was Bob Iger. But um um yeah, and a lot of the, the ways that Twin Peaks kind of falls apart in the second half and are literally out. his fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I still really love that show. But yes, I more or less agree with that. <laughs> yeah, um, it's. I just think it's an interesting way to design a mystery to to go or to present a mystery and then go. But that mystery is not the point. Here, here, you're going to fall in love with Norma and and yes. like everything else, <laughs> like Ed and like meet all these characters and. Uh, Bobby tangentially yeah. involved. They're all affected, but not maybe yeah. not directly. Mm-hmm. And you know, meet Maddie and and meet uh, Bobby and talk about how Bobby's a piece of shit. And it's like all of a sudden you're like, wait, why was I here? There was a murder. Oh right, I for almost yeah. Forgot. You're like, like who? Laura, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes um, my arm is bent back. <laughs> sometimes my arms. We can't um, do this again. <laughs> until, until next uh, week, when we do it again. Yeah, um, I can't think of anything specific, like a specific mystery thing that I'm really into. I've watched a lot of them, and I always like them, but my brain turns pretty much anything into a mystery, I guess. Like, when I'm Same. watching literally anything, Hope I'm you like, don't know oh. how it ends. You are yeah, <laughs> us When I'm watching literally <laughs> anything, I'm trying to figure out what happens. Yeah, if you, if, you don't, like if you don't know what's going on, then everything's a mystery. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, my, my brain is constantly trying to figure stuff out like no matter what i'm watching so i guess i like mysteries a lot and uh detective stuff a lot 
because it's made for that, but I don't go seeking it out because I can, like, find it in anything, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I get it from my mom. My mom loves mysteries. Um, her favorite show when I was growing up was, um, X-Files, so that was always on in the background. Yeah. Um, and she likes CSI, she likes Law and Order... Um, which is less of a mystery show and more of a how how do we get this guy show? Um, uh, how done it? How done it? <laughs> Police That's procedural. A good... How do it? Yeah. How um, do it? <laughs> how do it? Um, <laughs> um, yeah. HGTV. Uh, how do yeah, it? Yeah, HGTV. I like, <laughs> I like that. But um, uh, yeah, we're. I'm gonna yeah, write a. Thing. I'm gonna write a real how done it. Uh, yeah. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> how do it? Um, a wiki how done it yeah <laughs> oh, all right i've i've talked about this before but one of my favorite uh series um book series growing up was series of unfortunate events and while they aren't explicitly a mystery there is an overarching um, mystery and plot line that the kids are trying to solve the entire way and you really kind of have no idea until the end and they try to drop hints for you but they're all kind of red herrings um but I, I liked that about those books, because um, you're just as in the dark as the kids are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo growing up. <laughs> That's a good example. <laughs> one, more, yeah. mystery. one more mystery thing I want to shout out, and this has come up on the podcast. Uh, we've talked about it at length on our Game of the Year episode, is uh, Disco Elysium. Oh, uh, yeah, what a about wonderful thing. <laughs> being a detective and kind of uh, it's a little bit less about the mystery and about uh exploring that world and unpacking what exactly Mm -hmm. all the politics and such are and what it means to the people there you know what Um, one of my favorite things is about that game is uh, something that is a problem with a lot of games and i don't know how i would fix it where um in Disco Elysium, characters will lie to you, and it's not like underlined in red text or anything. It's just they're they're lying to you because they don't want to tell you the truth, and yes. that's fine. And you need to have like the emotional intelligence or like you know the the saving throw or whatever to to figure out. Hey, wait a minute, this guy isn't telling the truth to me. Yeah, and it's yeah. not like it's not like people have told me three different things. Yeah, hmm. it's it's yeah. not like Which a is... button prompt or whatever that pops yeah. up that's like tell this guy he's lying you just have to take the information that this dude gave you and go okay that's probably not true what do i do with this yeah and, and that's a that's a stark contrast to games like phoenix Wright and duncan rampa oh man uh, where, both where those Donk games I, I have, like makes a game out of it what i i have a lot of opinions on duncan rampa <laughs> please uh yeah so i uh, I watched em- you play, yes. play this. This is the only time I, I really knew anything about Danganronpa was watching you play this. Maybe, you know, that might actually be an episode in the future, and it's going to be another one like Death Battle where I just uh, pick it as an excuse to, to, to bitch about it to everyone. And it's, like, <laughs> on Steam all the time, cheap. And, uh, anyway, um, uh, Emily and I had played Phoenix Wright, another kind of detective game, except you're figuring out the cases from inside the court. We've talked about it on a bunch of different episodes, because Cam and I have a, have a different experiences with Phoenix Wright, but we've both played the entire trilogy. Right. And um, um, we had a lot of fun. That was a good game for us to play together, because we love detective stories, we love mystery stuff, and the characters were fun and memorable, and it was just a good time. So I'm like, I'm, I need another game that I can play on a big screen to get that fix where Emily and I could play it together and solve a mystery together. And I had heard people say that Danganronpa was good. And so I foolishly trusted them, purchased Danganronpa <laughs> for myself. And it is like a 
an an first off, the aesthetic is extremely anime high school e, which isn't necessarily bad, but it really like uh, affects the weight of the story in ways that I'm extremely uncomfortable with. Um, and yeah. uh, there's a murder every chapter, and you got to solve the murder every chapter. And the way they, the way that they do it, like the mysteries are unsatisfying, and the intrigue of what's going on in the outside world while all these people are locked in this killing game, like that stuff is also unsatisfying. And the characters can be very annoying. Uh, and it's not just because the English dub. I tried switching it over to Japanese, and they were still like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nick, I think like you Excel don't saga. like Dog and Rampa. Yeah. Like. Yeah, no I, I don't to hide it behind something else. I don't. Like, you just don't um, like it. Yeah, and but at the same time, I don't think that it was completely without value. Like there was some stuff that I liked, like this whole gimmicky truth bullet pr system where you uh, you can fire. You only have six rounds in your uh, truth bullet, so you can only get it wrong a certain amount of times. You can only try and poke holes in somebody's argument a certain amount of times before you before people are just like fuck off you let him talk like you know mm. you you blew it it's not the same as like a health bar system because it's like oh shit is this the time to try and like break through and like tell everyone that this person is lying uh is this the time to use this piece of evidence so in that way it is kind of like those um phoenix Wright trials but it's also not a defined like there's not one person arguing against you the person who was the murderer will obviously try to protect themselves, but since it's more like a tribunal, there are six other people in the room with you and the murderer, and you don't know who the... You don't... Well, I mean, you don't exactly have the proof of who the murderer is, even if you kind of get who it is. Like, even if you think you've mostly figured it out, five other people in that room don't know who it is, and they're going to try and implicate you and everyone else, and, like, it's just, like, kind of shouting across, like, I think, uh, the weird jock guy did it, and the jock guy's like, I don't even know, I've never met this person before, uh, you just think that I'm weird, I, I don't understand, and you're, and you're trying to tell them that the goth girl was the murderer, and nobody believes you, and it's, like, it's frustrating. I don't, I don't even know if yeah. I uh, articulate. I don't even know if I articulated why I think it's a bad mystery. I think I just complained about it for ten minutes. <laughs> no, it sucks. Um, um, you know what's what's a good format that has turned into a lot of different games, but one that I really love um, is Mafia um, mm. or Town of Salem or uh, whatever the version is that's on Jackbox now. Uh, one oh, the Secret Alien. Werewolf. The Secret, Secret Alien. Alien. Yeah. Um, which is uh, where randomly people get selected to be, like, whatever bad guy they have in here, and nobody else knows who that is. And at the end of, like, a certain number of rounds, if you haven't, if the rest of everybody hasn't figured it out and kicked you out, uh, the bad guy wins. So mm. you can be Mafia, you could be Secret Aliens, yeah. you could be um, Secret Hitler, this, and this... I love that kind of thing. This kind of game also came up when we were talking about VR, because uh, there is a version of this, except uh, when you're the alien or the mafia, uh, oh, you yeah. just have to shoot everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's a different kind of execution of that, but it is also a fun, very social kind of detective game. Mm -hmm. um, reading people's tells and, you know, looking for someone acting shady and not trusting anyone. It's, it's very cool. Yeah. That's a fun game. Yeah, lots of cool games. <clears throat> Um, one more thing I just, I wanted to articulate about Disco because I didn't, uh, mm -hmm. didn't quite get it in there. Um, I think that it's probably some of my favorite detective media in how it portrays, uh, the two detectives, your player character and your, um, your partner. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I You're a disaster. Your player character is a disaster. Yes. 
Um, but uh, you can kind of build him into whatever kind of um, detective cop you want to be. Um, and your partner is just kind of a, a very normal, very reliable guy. But you really get a sense for how you uh, how these people would act because you are kind of acting through your character. Um, and because I don't know, it's it's hard to articulate, but I, n- I never felt as in tune with uh, you know a Columbo or a typical Gumshoe type character as I did when playing literally one of those in this video game. Uh, it's very cool. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> I really it's, it's, it's something special. I don't know anything like about that game. I think it's the name that makes it sound crazy, but I, I don't know if it really is that um, crazy. It's uh, interesting. Uh, it's like a political alternate history murder mystery where you play as a detective who completely lost all of his memories mm-hmm. and you build him up from scratch in an RPG sense. Um, it's uh, a very interesting game. Uh, half, probably say oh, yeah. it's a it's a computer RPG, but it's probably like half. That might be that click, might be worth an episode for dialogue. you to do later, Alex. Yeah, I think so. We talked a little bit about it on our Game of the Year episode, and obviously I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it might be in our future. Hmm. <laughs> um, so that's what we think about various detective media, and if you'd like to solve the mystery of which one of us did it, you're going to have to wait until the second segment. So we'll be back after mm. this brief break. Dun, dun, dun. Bam, 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 bam. Every 13 seconds, a crime is committed. Crimes of passion and power. Can anybody here tell me, did it rain last Tuesday? Can this man help? Columbo, the most underestimated sleuth, is back with Columbo, the collector's edition on video cassette. Your first video is only $4.95 and features the original two-hour series premiere. Emmy award-winning Peter Falk is Columbo, a detective with an M.O. all his own. The Falk's exit. What, something else? What's the matter with me? Uh, one other thing, uh, the angle of the bullet. It's a darn good show, Rape Cleveland Amory. Columbo, the collector's edition on video, complete and uncut. Apprehend your first classic mystery for only $4.95 with subscription. Find out if Columbo will meet his match, or if he knows more than he's letting on. To get your first video of Columbo, the collector's edition, for only $4.95 plus $3.59 shipping, have your credit card ready and call 1-800-360-9400. I have nothing cool to do. Wow, you did it. You found the last episode of the podcast. This is recorded way back in 2011, back when the show was still called The Podventures of Nick Cam 7 Alex. What an exhaustingly long title. Anyway, try not to get any dust in your eyes while you listen, and disregard any mentions of how much we love Joe Biden. Yeesh, that stuff is real dated now. Oh, um, before I get back to my life's work emailing my local representatives to try and get them to bring 3D Doritos back, have you ever wanted to get us to read your opinions on an episode we did? We'll read virtually anything you send to us at pleasedon'tcast at gmail.com. Seriously, Nick's even read spam on the show before. 
You can also harass me personally on the podcast Twitter and Instagram at PleaseDon'tCast. I can't wait to read your complaints during Destiny Loading Screens. Okay, back to the show. Thanks for listening. Don't eat the blue M&Ms. I'm warning you, I can't tell you anything else. Okay, thank you again. sitting in the same spot upstairs i guess oh you got cold spots are you finally fucking haunted <laughs> the cold spot is the finally. apartment <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back everybody to please don't listen to this your life depends on it uh this week we're doing colombo oh uh, well wait I, one second about the first segment i just had one more thing to ask just you. one more yeah <laughs> it seemed a little like you didn't know what we were talking about and we never got to cam's impressions on detectives that he likes is there well, a reason Cam- about that? Uh, well, I simply didn't think that Cam didn't have anything to say on that. What? <laughs> no, it's he fine. I don't usually have anything to say. <laughs> no, I like X-Files. We, we'll get to that later this year. Ooh, that's exciting. Eventually, don't save that till October. Don't save that till October, you fuck. That's, no, that's not enough. No, I want to believe. Count. I said, okay, good. Yeah, um, anyway. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh... Columbo is something I got into relatively relatively recently, even though this has been around forever. Uh, it is an old thing. Not the oldest thing we've done on the podcast. Cam has picked uh, two black and white shows for us to fucking watch. Uh, Star Trek... Star Trek wasn't black and white, but it might as well right. have been. Uh, it was like it was like the, right the on major the... focus is the green shirt. The colors is like the <laughs> only thing I talked about. Uh, it could have been black and white. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Let's, no um, reason to talk about this now. Yes. So, um... Columbo is a show from the 70s, uh, and uh, I first heard of it because people on Twitter were talking about going through and re-watching stuff. It's something that was, because it was on TV all the time, people just kind of got really attuned to it, and it's on TV all the time because it is good. <laughs> uh, it I, I They mentioned it on another podcast that I like called Struggle Session, but they talk about how uh, cable TV is the only uh, meritocracy that's left. Where the thing, <laughs> things that people like generally will stay on, <laughs> or keep getting run. Like it's like, oh, if we know that people like this, we'll just keep showing it. And that includes especially reruns and reruns of old movies. If you see a movie that gets played on cable all the time, for example, Goodfellas, mm. uh, you know it is getting played on cable all the time. Yeah, you'll know it's getting played on cable all the time. That's true. Because mm. 
people are stopping what they're doing to get distracted by Goodfellas for two hours or three hours. You know, that's just go. That's just happening. Gotta and watch I, the shine box scene. Yeah, exactly. See that. Uh, so that's just kind of what happened. And because this has so many episodes and because it was on for so long, um, it just accumulated all these episodes, all these guest stars, all these different little mysteries and people have their own favorites and they love it so much. And uh, people were posting about it on Twitter. Like, Hey, did you ever notice how well-directed Columbo is? And I'm looking at it and I'm like, I've never seen this show in my life. It, but it does seem really well-directed. I'm looking at all these different Mm -hmm. shots. I'm looking at these different, like, uh, like I saw a great POV shot from the point of view of the murderer while somebody while like an accident trap that he set up was getting someone killed and it's like that's just the first minute of the episode like it's just like Mm -hmm. these really crazy inventive things uh and i i was really enjoying that um so actually i was a little bit wrong it's first aired in 1968 so it was the pilot uh which was a made for tv movie right 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 yeah that was i was just about to get into that but thank you seb um i watched it yeah yeah and this show uh, it focuses on uh, Lieutenant Columbo, who is... Uh, he looks like a homeless man. Is that uh, his first name? <laughs> He's a detective at the LAPD. His first name is Lieutenant. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Second um, name, Columbo. <laughs> but it's... Um, what is this? I'll look it up. Nobody it's knows. Yeah, it's Peter Peter Falk. Peter Falk? Uh, oh. Yeah, Peter Falk <laughs> playing Columbo. He is just like the, the dumpiest, like... Uh, <laughs> there is a great yeah, scene. Yeah. He's got a in, hunch and a wonky yeah. eye. Yeah, There's a great scene in the episode. He's always, he's always leaned over. Um, that <gasps> Kitty cat! Oliver wants to be on the show. Oh, alright. Um, there's a great scene in that one of the episodes I watched that had Columbo go to a uh, like a homeless shelter, like a soup kitchen. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, the uh, nun immediately thinks that he's a homeless person. And as he keeps just yeah. trying to say, you know, I'm a detective, I'm here on work. And he, she's like, oh, you're undercover. I see. Like, she just cannot <laughs> comprehend that he would look like that willingly. It's yeah. Frank Columbo. Yeah, she, she, Frank Columbo. he cannot get her Frank to Columbo. shut up for long enough to tell her that. Yeah. No, I am not homeless. I am here to interview someone. <laughs> she gets him like a this. new coat, and he's like, "No, no, I've had this coat for seven years, and I really like it, even though it is." And she's like, "Oh, I'm gross. so sorry." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry you live like this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty great. Um, so like, Emily it's it that is definitely part of the charm of it is that this guy. He's got he's got a heavy accent. He's always just kind of like digging around. He's like got, got like a heavy New York accent. Yeah, like he's the, always um based on at least based on the two episodes that I watch. I think that the way he positions himself is so it, as a detective is so interesting because I'm oh, used definitely. to the the Sherlock type that like knows everything and wants you to know that they know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he will like sit on all this info for so long right. and play the idiot the whole time. Oh yeah, and um, everyone always underestimates him because they're the smuggest, richest, like <laughs> yes. like most elite jerks in the world. Um, yeah, this is very cool uh, trope reversal, I think, or mm-hmm. you know, a play on a different uh, angle on that. Yeah, it's a it's homeless guy solves the mystery, but the homeless guy is actually a detective. He just wears a shitty coat and drives a shitty car. <laughs> yeah, a shitty car that won't open, and he His can't drive. His car is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I uh, I think that this show, like, I had heard that people like it, 
uh, on on Twitter and through various other things, and I'm like, uh, let's give it a shot. First uh, first episodes on YouTube. I I watched it with Emily, and we had a, a great time. Uh, we eventually just got the whole box set of the whole series, and uh, you know, every now and then it's just like, hey, let's watch some Columbo. It's a it's a good thing. You put it on for an hour or whatever. You get a whole mystery. You get to see Columbo make that face that he always makes, and he says, hey, just just one more thing. Can you can you? <laughs> I want to I want to ask you one more thing. You placed uh, a call from this residence. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I just yeah. Can't get it through so, my head why someone I, yeah. would place the call, and then go to the residence. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why would he put I, his I, shoes on? After working out, like that, 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 I just that don't actually... understand how someone could work out every other day for a week. <laughs> no, it's funny how people are times. different. Yeah, you know, because me, I think you don't count the day you're on, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I actually have some background from some people who actually watched the show as it was airing. Oh yeah, because this show's way older than us. But oh yeah. Um, so, I, so, when I realized we were going to watch the show, I was like, oh, my mom and dad might have watched it when it was on, or my mom might have watched it because she's always liked mysteries. And my mom was like, oh yeah, I thought it was okay. Um, but obviously at the time, there was nothing to do except for watch TV and read books, so mm. obviously she saw it. Much yeah, like there is probably much like now. on TV, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so... My, I go over to, to my parents' house to do the laundry, and my dad's like, Oh, yeah, you're gonna watch Columbo! And I'm like, Yeah, you, you wanted to watch Columbo with me? He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we put on Columbo, and he's really into it. So I asked my dad um, a bit about how popular the show what actually was. Um, and he told me it was really popular, and in his words, it was a bit of a meme of sorts at the time. <laughs> Uh, I would love for you to I try mean, and do an impression of your dad saying that. Um, no, I was actually uh, <laughs> Skyping him at the time. Uh, so um, uh, so he, he said that whenever somebody would come up with an, another difficult question after you thought they were done, uh, they were being like Columbo. So I guess you would tell them. <laughs> That's very that, true. Who they are were. you, Columbo? Um, oh, all right. And oh, that, I, um, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Seb, but I huh? recently mentioned that my dad was a when he was a detective um, at yeah. work, and one of the Filipino like older um, workers at Fox was like, "Oh, he's like Columbo, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and then my boss was like explaining, like, and "Those of you who do know my dad, he is not like Columbo at he all. Is, he's got an he is about like, as not far like personality-wise from Columbo as a human being could get, <laughs> yes. without yeah. becoming a Columbo villain." I didn't even yeah. connect that until right now. Yeah. Wow. Um, so he, he's also said that people used to do the whole motion of Columbo, like trying to, like, you know, turning around, looking away with a cigar in their mouth, and then t turning back again. They would, like, you know, kind of do the whole thing of, just uh, one more question. Yeah. <laughs> or, I was just wondering. Um, yeah, you and me, we're very, we're, we think differently, you know? We just got different ways of doing things, because me... I would have thought of it. I would have thought of it like this, and like getting the killer to explain their entire motivation, or yeah. just how they could have done something, or it's just like that confrontation scene at the end is so satisfying, and it's something that mm -hmm. is. It's not like the the confession scene is not unique in uh, detective stories or detective shows or whatever, but the way yeah. Columbo does it is special because you've known who did it from the beginning, yeah. and most of the time, so does Columbo. He just needs to find what. You know, he needs to get exactly baby. what, yeah. 
Yeah. Just needs to get um, them to say it. Or, or yeah, needs I, to prove it. Yeah, so he, he didn't say too much more than that. Um, you know, he, he, he was like, oh yeah, his raincoat gets more and more gross over the seasons. Because <laughs> I guess they must have only had one coat for him on set. Uh, very um, familiar with the uh, same with the Star Trek shirts thing. Uh, yeah, we were talking about on Star Absolutely. Trek episode. Uh, it's so, <laughs> essential um, to the show. Yeah, and my dad seemed to really like it. He said it was really popular, and I, I think that really kind of uh, informs how I, I can actually see the influence of this show in you know more recent media from the seventies onward. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't um, you want to emulate Columbo? It rules. Yeah, same, he, same he's thing. Great. We were ta- same thing we were talking about with Star Trek and Twilight Zone. It's like if something before you is good and like well known a lot of times yeah exactly (laughs) build off of it it's fine to do that like when when uh, when sci-fi writers are like I'm just going to take a Star Trek episode and expand on it you don't say that's hack Star Trek did it you go hey cool a Star Trek story like that's what you feel you know yeah and and, um, I know this might not have been the origin of the ratty looking detective with the bad car but you definitely see it very often now oh yeah Um, up into um French Frenchman David Cage in DBH in Detroit Becomes honestly, Human. Hank, it's Hank honestly is fucked up. Oh yeah. One of the more one of the more one of the more dated yeah. things about the show because like you don't look like that if you're making detective now. Yeah. You you got to go to school to make detective. You got to get a criminology degree or something like that nowadays. Mm. Um unless you've been on the force for 5 bazillion years. Mhm. Um, so, oh, so when you've been on the forest as long as I have, yeah, oh yeah, you start you start to you start to pick up a couple of things, you know. It's just you start to pick up one <laughs> or two things that might seem a little odd to somebody else, you know. It's just that, that's just me. Man, this impression um, is easy, isn't it? I got, I got one more. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude to Nick, guys. but <laughs> what's up? What do you think of the show? It's <laughs> <laughs> just one thing that's keeping me up at night. I can't sleep. I just keep wondering why did Alex watch. The same show that Seb watched. Mm. Uh, yeah, you think if you say, I watched the first episode, I looked at the recommendations for another episode, and I clicked on it. I think the algorithm may have been good to us that, both. There's an yeah. algorithm to blame. Uh, yeah, so, my own um, damn fault. <laughs> Do we but I did about, also watch another extra episode. Would we so. like to talk about this episode by episode or person by person? Um, let's first. Let's talk about the first episode first, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then so we can we go one, into our individual ones. This is the one that we all watched. Uh, yes. uh, we, we deviated a little bit beyond that, but this is... Oh, this is such a perfect episode to start with. Can I cannot... There are a few shows that I can think of that have a, 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 a first episode Incredible that hits the spot like this one with Murder by the Book, uh, which is mm-hmm. uh, a, writing, a writing team breaks up uh, with a murder, and, and uh, it is covered... Covered up in a very elaborate way uh, that sets the stage for, I think, most other Columbo episodes where a murder is covered up in an elaborate way. Um, Well, the pilot actually did that. And I was I was actually um, I mean, I'm already talking about the pilot, but Mm -hmm. uh, the pilot pretty much does exactly the same thing as the rest of the show does, which I was actually a little bit surprised by, not totally surprised by. But the the formula was so close it, it might as well have just been the actual first episode rather than, one. than a pilot. Because most pilots, most pilots are somewhat different. They might have the the general gist of the what's going to happen. The Star Trek pilot fucking sucks. But the funny no, thing it is, sucks. The funny thing is but that it is canon. Good. 
Because that's yep. Captain Pike. Like they he's, bring it he's, back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, can you believe they got him back just to stick him in a box and have him beep loudly at the main cast? No, but, but Nick's right. They got it in one. Like they knew <laughs> exactly mean, what the show uh, should yeah. be from day one. Yeah. Oh, also the the pilot. The pilot is called Prescription Murder, and uh, <laughs> that is the name of the Miss um, Melville book. It, that is the focus uh, of the first uh, episode. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I wanted to touch on this a little early, a little early cause we were, we were talking about, uh, pilots and stuff, but having just gone back through it, um, so we did an episode on, uh, I had just recently rewatched the Sopranos pilot and that is also one that gets a couple things a little wrong, uh, having coming, coming back to it after having seen what the show becomes. Is that not and the so- first episode? Oh, no. Yes. I'm sorry. The first episode. Okay. Uh, well, no, that's the pilot. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. I yeah. just make it sure. Some some um, shows mark them separately because of the yeah. way production goes. Uh, but you'd be surprised how few shows, even the really great ones, have a good you know a good first episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially yeah. shows as long as this. Absolutely. So yeah, but this ep- this episode really gives you a good idea of uh, Columbo's character and the kinds of people that he gets put up against, and Columbo's greatest strength of being annoying. Like yeah, there, people are constantly calling him like, "Hey, uh, you're kind of turning into a pest, Columbo." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm really oh, sorry about that. I'm sorry to bother you. I don't want to be a bother. I thought I'd see your lake house. It's really nice. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking of buying one around here. My wife. Yeah, me and my wife were gonna go on vacation in a couple months. So um, I want to check the place out. These knuckleheads are referring to a specific instance of Columbo. Um, uh, like going to to visit the lake house of uh, to visit the lake house of the the uh, murderer of the week and like just like oh yeah I'm pretty sure you came he uh, like you said you were here when you were murdering the other guy but I'm pretty sure you just came here afterwards and I'm going to you know use your alibi of being at the lake house I'm going to snoop around here. And just really make the other guy uncomfortable. Like, that's mm-hmm. part of his greatest strength, is just the ability to make this dude uncomfortable while investigating. It's like, oh, you, know, you yeah. make him sweat. And I love how up. much the, the rich murderer hates him. Hates dude, this guy, That was very satisfying. Honestly, honestly the, the villain in this one, I felt like, was the weakest um, in terms of being a character out of the three things that I watched. Hmm. Um he he was just, or maybe he was just absolutely infuriating to me because he was constantly telling Columbo how to do his job, and obviously Columbo acts like he's stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, he's that. an you asshole. Know? Yeah, he's like he, he's like, listen, this is what happened. Right, right. Because uh, he's a writer, not a detective. Yeah. Right. He knows how it really yeah. went down. You know, he's like, you know. Mrs. Melville would have figured it all out by now. Like, not right. only is he like, this detective is stupid, but the... This detective is stupider fictional... than the one I made yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, the fictional <laughs> character that I have not even been writing for the last 20 years. Um, so ba- basically, the um, synopsis of this first episode is um, this guy and his writing partner um, split up. Um, but... <laughs> Real nasty breakup. It, yeah, it is. really nasty breakup. <laughs> yeah. um, which means that this the villain isn't going to get any more money from the Mrs. Melville books uh, that he has been helping to promote um, for so long. 
Um, even though he hasn't written any anything of them, but he's getting credit credit for it. Um, so he murders his partner. Um, at his cabin, makes it look like he was kidnapped from the office. And what did he do with the body? I forget. Um, he drags it to his him. own front lawn. Yes. Yeah. Drags <laughs> it to his own front it was a lawn. Mob hit, okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Acts like it was a mob hit because um, he he tried to plant evidence that his partner was trying to investigate the mob, and the mob didn't like that supposedly. Real but the mob was not involved shit. at all. Yeah, no really one. sloppy. Um, but this guy was so infuriating. And, um, he, he paid this lady to keep quiet about everything because she kind of figured out what happened. Um. For what? Uh, $10,000 or $15,000? But that's, that's a lot of money now. That's like $50,000 now. Yeah. 50 years um, ago, that was a, that was a lot of money. Jeez. Yeah. I, I actually, there were, there was a lot of times in, in the show where they would talk about, like there was this lady in the episode that we watched, Alex, and she was like, I'm not going to pay you $20 to tow my car. And I'm like, tow your car? That's like, how much now? Tw- I'm not going to pay you $20 <laughs> oh my God, to tow my car. I'm going to get my car towed every day for $20. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> drive my work. car for me for 20 bucks, <laughs> please. Um, but, but yeah, the money is completely different from then to now. It might as um, well be a fake currency. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Things are a lot different. Also, um, in, in that first episode, I had to explain to Bink, and I don't know if you guys know, um, so they keep going between San Diego and L.A., and in real life, that's about a two-hour drive, um, mm-hmm. which most people would just drive that, right? Yeah. Um, but multiple times, Columbo is like, why, or people were like, why didn't you just take a plane? Um, and Bink was like, why would you get on a plane for a two-hour drive? Because now we only have, like, big places like LAX, and just getting through the airport takes two hours you could just drive there yeah well thing thing was thing was back then you had a lot more puddle jumpers is what they called them um there were smaller air air airstrips with smaller planes and then people would just take them all over or they would take them to the larger airports huh they didn't even have the dvr on there they didn't even have the dvr um you can't watch your netflix yeah (laughs) But yeah, he could have just taken a plane and it would have been faster at a smaller airport. <laughs> um, but anyway, that that was Seb's history lesson. <sighs> yeah. Um, so this is like, it's, I don't know, this, this episode just really kind of sets the stage for everything. And it's just a really satisfying story on its own. If this episode was just a movie, you would be like, that's a good movie, you know? Like, uh, in fact, the whole kind of... Uh, team of licensing uh mystery novels breaks up and one gets murdered is the plot of knives out so Mm -hmm. like it's not like this idea isn't still valuable even now mystery novels still stick in people's heads great it was so good to get you hooked on the show i actually Mm like the pilot better oh really tell yeah while we're on this why don't you tell us a little bit about the pilot yeah cam you watched the pilot too right nope nobody else watched the pilot nope no no it's just you so the pilot is like a one hour and 40 minute TV movie and um, it's called Prescription Murder, which as I mentioned is the name of the book that they Very have written. Very funny. Yeah. Ha, mm-hmm. ha, ha. But I don't, I don't think that um, they're really related in terms of the story. But anyway, so in this one, it's this guy who is, um, 
having an affair with a with a younger woman and his his wife um he's starting to feel like is getting too like um naggy i guess mm-hmm. oh, or boy. he just oh. wants to get away from his oh, wife or something boy. like that he hates um, like everyone hates their wife man yeah wife sorry, uh, right? <laughs> so relatable. so so what he does is he he schedules a trip for them um then as they're about to leave he murders his wife strangles her um makes it look like somebody broke in and stole all the jewelry and everything you know he puts on gloves um make sure his prints aren't on anything and everything um leaves her there on the floor and then he has his mistress dress up like his wife um and they go through the airport as if they're going to go on that trip that they had actually booked. Very right? strange. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So then, this is, like, super elaborate. And I was, like, kind of, like, wow, he really thought of so much. Um, and, of course, back then, you could go through the TSA with sunglasses on, and they wouldn't even ask for your fucking ID. Okay, that's not even, like, so, like wow. we're not even going into pre-9-11 stuff. We're going into, like... People thought that if you were getting on a plane, you were fundamentally a good person. So right. you're a rich person, so it doesn't you. matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. So they they get on the plane. Um, they have a fake argument, and then his mistress walks out and doesn't go on the trip. And then she pretends to go back home to their to his house as if he's the wife. He goes on the trip anyway. He comes back after having dumped all of the jewelry and everything, so nobody ever finds it. Um, and he, so he, he's, he's set it up as if he had an argument with his wife, she went home, and while she was home, got murdered while he Mm. was away. That was his alibi. It was, he was actually in Mexico. Uh Um, but turns out when he comes home, they have already found her body. The police have found her body and Columbo is actually there. Mm -hmm. And, um, the... The door that he broke is all boarded up and everything. Wife's not on the floor. Um, she's actually alive. She's in a coma. And everything's all fucked up from that point for him. Um, though she does die before she can um, actually... Implicate uh, him. Implicate him. Yeah. So, in the end, after all this sh- bullshit going through... And, and this guy, this actor, um, or the, the villain, is actually very convincing... Like, he's not one of those guys who's, like, so overly confident in himself all the time that it's, like, obvious that he's hiding something. Or he's not, like, um, in the other episode that I watched where he was constantly like, No, don't touch that! You know, kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, He was a psychologist. And what... And he and Columbo actually come to, like, a sort of... friend, Not a friendship... But I do they like that he down. does end up kind of forming relationships with all these murderers yeah. that he's investigating. <laughs> yeah. If just um, an antagonistic one where he's like, I'm going to be around, so you might as well get used to talking to me. Yeah. Um, so he, he and Columbo actually sit down at one point, and Columbo's like, you know, hy- hypothetically, um, what, what do you think goes on in the mind of a killer? Um, so <laughs> psychologist goes through his psychologist thing and is like, a man who kills in such an elaborate way is like blah 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 blah. And obviously Columbo's like 
Yeah, that tracks. Um, <laughs> so eventually, the way they get this guy is through the mistress, because Columbo convinces the mistress that this guy doesn't actually care about her. Um, so then they stage her having drowned in the pool, right? He flips her, stages her having drowned in the pool. Um, turns out that's fake, but they get him to come over and be like, oh my god, she drowned in the pool. Um, and by the time Columbo, uh, kind of extracts almost a confession from him, he, he's like admitted that, oh no, this girl, she was just available as an alibi to me. Um, she was just available as an accessory to me. And then she comes out. And he's like, wait a minute, you were dead. And, and she's like, I can't fucking believe you. <laughs> um, and the the end shot is this guy, um, Columbo's taking the statement from the girl, and the end shot is this guy just kind of like staring out into the distance and pulling a cigarette from his breast pocket. Um, and it, it was like a really good shot to me, just mm -hmm. the actor's face. The acting was really good yeah. in this episode. Every I mean, you single still actor. Have, you still have Peter Falk as Columbo. Like, he was there from the beginning. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that I find very interesting is that they, because they hadn't quite nailed this character down yet, he's very clean cut. Like, he's not... Oh, yeah. He's much he's clearer. Like, he's still got the hunch and the squint, but he's not you as can't, You, you can't see the stink lines coming off of him that you can <laughs> in, other, in other episodes. Yeah. But he's already, um, you know, annoying, and people are already calling him a pest. <laughs> um... He, he's he's already being like a, a nosy yeah. asshole. Um, um, so I'm gonna because you got to talk really about good. the pilot. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna talk to uh, Alex about the uh, the negative rea negative reaction one. But I wanted to say me too. What, what did? Yeah, I know. But I, I was gonna ask him to like give the rundown of that one because you yeah, got yeah, to yeah, give yeah. the rundown of the pilot. We really so can't what, go through the plot of every right, right, we, we right. Watched. But I I mean just the just the general thing. We we can't just yeah. describe an hour of television. Uh, each right. time I, I, I call on someone, but yeah, I did want to know. This one was longer. Yeah, um, I did want to know what you thought of the show. Like, how did you like the show? What do you What do you feel about it? Was it a good experience? That kind of thing. Oh me? Yes. Yes. Oh me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I me? can't look at the person because they're we're all on camera. That's usually sorry, my I, tool to, to to determine who I'm talking about. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I. Uh, I thought it was really good, and um, I I think I liked the fact um, it was refreshing that you weren't always following you were following the villain more than you were following Columbo, um, yeah. and actually in in the season in season four you actually start following Columbo a little bit more in his investigations mm -hmm. um, as opposed to the pilot in the first episode, um, and you actually see him down at the police department with his police buddies. Um, which you didn't get in the earlier episodes, I don't think. That's a good point. Um, I didn't even yeah. think about it, but I noticed you definitely, that you, you like live with the guy who killed him, and then yeah, that's yeah. something that was like the in. antagonist almost. Yeah. Like he shows yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. actually yeah. kind of why I love. I mean, both see both uh, the early seasons and the later seasons are good, but you can tell in the later seasons that they want. Because people love Columbo so much, uh, they're like, we need Peter Falk on screen every second that we mm -hmm. possibly can. Yeah. So how is um, show... asking, where's Columbo? Yeah, right. exactly. I want to know what's going on with Columbo the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. On um, it, the like, it didn't bother me that Columbo. they added more of his stuff at the police station. Like, I actually kind of liked that. Yeah. Um, but They don't really ever kind of um, nail down giving him a real supporting cast, which is Yeah, they're fine. just... Yeah, he, he needs, yeah he they're just kind of there. But, but that, that's okay. Um... So I, I really liked that it was more 
you knew exactly what happened, and the whole thing was, how is Columbo gonna get this guy? Um, and you're kind of following that guy the entire time while Columbo is butting into his business. Um, and you kind of see how much of an asshole these people actually are. Um, I know sometimes people might, when you're following the villain, you might root for the villain a little bit more. But for me, it was... I kept seeing more and more how much of an asshole these people were. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Columbo shows up, I'm like, yeah, fucking get him. Like, just annoy the shit out of this guy, Columbo. It's one of those things where, like, uh, you can watch CSI and and have, like, you know, a different homicidal serial killer gang member, like, guy. Just, like, whatever the, 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 the kind of thing that you would see the on the news the that's is. meant to scare you. It's like the, the super predators thing or whatever, like... It's yeah, stuff like the, that the biggest... is just like that's a monster of the week. That's not yeah. a person. Yeah, exactly. They are they are created to be the you know they're like trying to get you to imagine the scariest possible guy. But this mm-hmm. show is more like imagine a rich guy who's a, just a little bit more of enough of an asshole that he's willing to kill somebody over it. <laughs> like, and that's that's what's going on a lot of the time. And it's because of that. I I don't know. It's it's special. Um, yeah. And these people all think they're so smart, and, oh, and that's a lot of time they really they, are. They, they, they just dismiss that a lot as his favorite part of the show. Is yeah, the they think they're being. so smart. They, love they think they're how s- smart. They are. They yeah. love it. They and can't yeah. wait to tell the, tell the stupid dipshit in the dirty coat how smart they are. Yeah, there's a lot of like poetic justice and irony, and uh, oh, yeah. it speaks to class in a really fun, good yeah. way. <laughs> oh yeah, especially um, in the um, negative reaction one. But I'll let you sum up that one, Alex. Yeah, yeah. If you want to give Alex, if you want to give a little bit of a, a brief uh, talk on that and tell yeah. me what you thought of the um, show. Basically, this it struck me as similar to the the pilot in a couple of ways, or it, as the first episode, um, just because it's a similar thing where. Uh, I mean, it seems like most of these episodes are the killer comes up with a ridiculous plot or a ridiculous plan to get away with it and then almost uh, or barely does. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So this one is essentially a photographer guy who's a perfectionist and uh, he, he does a bunch of um, he has a bunch of uh, photography books and all this nonsense, but uh, he hates his wife and wants to kill his wife. So, oh, she is really naggy. Yes. I would kind she, of want to kill her too. Yeah, she is really awful, but it doesn't excuse what he does. But she, no, does, they do make, they do go out of the way to show you just how horrible she is. Yes. So he fakes a kidnapping, um, and uh, ties his wife up, takes a photo of her, makes a fake ransom note, then shoots her, um, and then he frames this ex-con, uh, and then shoots him as well. And then Man, that made of, me feel really bad. That guy was yeah. so nice. Yeah. He was kind of like a nice guy who was like, uh, obviously hard on his luck after getting out of jail. And this guy is the mm-hmm. only person who you know was nice to him and paid him. And then he killed him. Um, yep. But, yeah. And so he, you know, he kind of ties off both of his loose, loose ends. So all he has is this story and, you know, phone records and that kind of thing. Yeah. And Aside so, from the drunk guy, but nobody yes, believes the drunk guy. Right. And then... And then that's the scene with the soup kitchen and the nun. Yes. And uh, he <laughs> goes to fun. interview that guy, and he's like, "No, sorry, I was I was like blacked out. I right. don't remember anything." <laughs> um, and the, the the you know the fun part at the end, he manages to manages to solve it by that was so um, tricking the guy into uh, picking out the exact camera he used to photograph her with, 
because yeah. he was so annoyed that Columbo didn't know anything about photographs. <laughs> yeah, like, so Col- Columbo picked this up from a Photoshop, and he was like, he was like looking at something where yeah. they had flipped the photo, yeah. which had, is had, not an easy thing back there was, then. There was a clock in the photo, and he was trying to yeah. establish a time, uh, the time that she was kidnapped. Um, yeah. And the photo was mirrored deliberately, but he played yeah. dumb, uh, so that so it showed ten o'clock instead of two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, even though the guy had set it to yes. two o'clock. And so he said, "Oh, I don't have another copy of this." And the guy's like. Uh, like oh shit whatever and then he goes over to the camera pulls it out and then pulls the negative out and the guy yeah out of a number of different cameras on the shelf they they set it up just to uh, just to get him and it was really oh that was genius and i i loved um that um as soon as he does that colombo is like were you witness to what he just did were you witness to to, to everyone in the room Mm -hmm. and and like Slowly, it just dawns on this guy. I think mm-hmm. Galesco was his name. Yep, oh, that um, sounds right. Such a good. It's a great yeah. like villain reveal scene. It's not really a confession so much as it is like he just gets yeah, so frustrated. He He's like, yes, himself. yeah, yeah. Like every time photography comes up in this and uh, Columbo's involved, and Columbo's like, that's a perfectly good picture. Yeah, um, <laughs> Galesco is like, no, that's a fucking terrible oh, picture. Yeah. What are you talking about? Very, very fun little details. He just gets so infuriated the about it. the middle of that episode, um, yeah. Columbo see, notices that at the, the crime scene where the woman gets killed, uh, mm-hmm. the guy took, uh, took a photo and then discarded it because it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. he's showing it to him, and he says that like, oh, this is a you know, this is a good photo. And then the guy, the, the, he's like, no, that's actually a bad photo because this, <laughs> this, and this. And he's like, wow, uh, whoever killed her must have been as good or as picky about photos as you are. Oh, he's like, how I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. If only, if only I knew a professional photographer to help me catch this professional photographer killer. But yeah. um, oh, there, there was another thing. This is this is like not really related to anything but there was a part where um uh colombo was like oh yeah my my brother-in-law is having uh his 20th anniversary party uh i I was wondering if maybe you could come down and shoot a few photos and i was like colombo colombo as an artist that hurts me like shut the fuck up colombo you don't just ask random people who didn't say they were taking commissions to just come and shoot photos for you for like how much (laughs) for free but uh, um, so but, Alex, what do you yeah. think of the show? In general, I had I had a lot of fun with it. I think the I think I liked the photography episode a little bit more, but I think they both yeah. were they both were very strong. Um, mm-hmm. I liked. Uh, I mean, well, I, I touched on it probably right up at the top, but I really like how he is, uh, how he plays it because he he holds his card so close to his chest until the literal last second, yeah, where that's he what plays I found everything. Crazy about this show is that. This that part is never um, echoed in any other detective media. Like a detective that isn't the smartest and the coolest. Like like you were saying about Sherlock. Like yeah, he plays it down so much. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, and, I'm you know, dumb. Really but I'm smart, gonna get you but he acts like yeah, <laughs> he acts like okay. I, need, I need you to explain to me. Yes. Yeah. What's so it's What's so, so cool about this crime you did? He's so he's perfect. so good at letting the idiots monologue until they basically give it all away yeah it's really fun um but yeah no i enjoyed it i didn't i didn't expect much out of this if i was being honest i think that 
Um, and you, would is, you say would you say that it was like Columbo and that like a weird <laughs> a weird little thing came up to you and you're like I don't expect him to solve this mystery. It, it and annoyed it. me till I liked it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is definitely something that, uh, that Nick, you have recommended to me in the past and I'm glad that you made me do it. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's our show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, that's yeah. one of the reasons, cause I, it's, it's, it is kind of a hard sell in that it's like, uh, when you tell someone to watch TV from over 30 years ago, they kind of go, huh. <laughs> and with, and with good reason, you know, I, I like, like, what do you want me to watch? I love Lucy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta watch the thing with the conveyor belt. Don't you understand? It's so uh, funny. Yeah, yeah. I saw it in Drake and Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Cam, uh, you uh, you got to watch one with a special guest star. I did. Uh, so, um, first off, the pilot is incredible. Or, not the pilot, I guess. The uh, first Murder by the Book. One. It's really, yeah. really good. Just like a perfect um, encapsulation of what the show is. Although I've only seen like two and a half episodes, but... Like, it seemed like that is the formula for the show, and then they repeat that and, you know, subvert it a little bit. But mm-hmm. It doesn't, like... Yeah, I, I will say this, it doesn't get old, you know? Like, I, I would, oh, you would no. think that it would. It's a, it's a winning formula. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they knew what they were doing, and they got it, they nail it every time, it seems. Mm-hmm. But, um, like Alex was saying, um, like, uh, they got the, they got it right so quickly, and then they just, like, keep going with that. But, um, so, uh... Uh, another thing about the first episode I wanted to mention because it was all I could think about is how good the soundtrack is with um, putting the typewriter noises into the the oh yeah the overarching yeah. soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's like the the backbeat for every uh, important song in the episode. It was really impressive. Yes. Yeah, but, the uh, soundtrack they don't, they in this don't always is, is like, very dip into the really theme good. in that way. But when they do, one of the nice things about this is that this show has a lot of episodes, but it only has like eight episodes a season. So, oh. like, every episode is meticulously crafted. You know, you get, like, uh, we got a big star to be on it. We got a special sound, we got a special soundtrack just for this episode. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we took our time, we really took our sweet-ass time to shoot it and direct it and everything. And, like, that shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was masterfully made. I mean, maybe it was because the first episode was directed by Steven Spielberg. So yeah, a little oh, yeah, known yeah, yeah, guy. I don't know if you heard of him. <laughs> they just kind of snuck that one in. I'm like, huh? yeah, they're like, oh, do you know? <laughs> I, I was trying. Shit? Yeah, I, I was trying not to. I, I didn't want to give that away to say. Cause I, I, I wanted to say there is an episode that was directed by Steven Spielberg. Anyway, watch the first episode. And then mm-hmm. his name comes up. I like I wanted to just. I wanted that to just kind of wash over people because it, it's insane. Yeah, like, I, had what? The, I had the perfect thought process of, "Hey, that was a really good episode." Then the immediately, title card comes up, directed by Steven Spielberg. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense." That's why there were so many Reese's pieces. <laughs> that weird, <laughs> fucked up alien. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, the next episode I watched was um, I knew Nick mentioned on our last episode um, that uh, Leslie Nielsen was on an episode and. Mm-hmm. I have been going through the Naked Gun movies, and um, I know you guys are going to roast me for this, but it's because a, a girl has been coming over, and we've been watching the <laughs> Naked Gun movies, <laughs> and they don't have 33 and a third on Netflix, and it's kind of pissing me off, so i got to steal it, but we also watched Airplane, but the, the Leslie Nielsen is, was a serious actor, I, I 
have gathered. I don't know anything. Yes, he was Columbo, before but... before Airplane. He was a serious actor, and they used. But that was why they picked him for Airplane because it was funny to have right. a serious actor deliver a serious line in a funny movie. But you know, he like... is so hilarious in the Naked Gun movies as being a detective who is yeah. incompetent and hilarious. Mm-hmm. And Barry has a beautiful voice and tone. Like you if can Mr. Tell that Bean he's a was on the actor. police, right? Mm-hmm. And talked and had a great voice. But so I looked up the episode that he first appears, and he's in another episode later that I will. Probably right, I haven't watch seen. Later. I haven't seen that one, but um, but I have seen the one that you watched, Cam. The uh, yes. Uh, uh, oh, I, I forget g- the name. I looked it up. It's uh, something something. But um, I'm not going to describe the whole episode because that'll take another 20 minutes. But yeah, just a, just give like a little rundown of the of the murder itself because it's it's interesting. I, so I like is that he, one. Is he yeah. the murderer? No. no. Oh. So, um, a wealthy woman is forbid from seeing her lover by her uh, brother. So her brother is like, you can't see him anymore. He's bad for the company. He's bad for you. They work for this big law company. So okay. she stages a. Um, she wants to kill him, so she stages it like he's breaking in, and she didn't know it was him, so she shoots him. <laughs> Basically, yes. like I'm okay, gonna yes. kill you, but I want to make it look like it's your fault. Yeah, got it. And then, um, so after that, she gets away with it, and she immediately goes mad with power, and goes off the rails, completely owning the company. Like, just it's so funny the the how quickly she goes into like mad with power. <laughs> also, because she was Leslie Nielsen yeah, yeah. is the real wrench in her plan because mm-hmm. he was coming over to help her, yes. like not with the ah. murder, just help her in general. Like I'm gonna, I'm really gonna get her out of this house. I'm gonna give her brother a piece of my mind, like really solve this problem in maybe the correct way to do it. And yeah, then right. it's like, oh, you got here too late. I already murdered my brother. But she, she doesn't tell him. Yes. She doesn't tell Leslie Nielsen, oh, I. by the way, I murdered my brother. Will you help me get away with it? She's just like, no, it was a, it was a complete accident. She gives him the same story that she gives the police. Right. And But him showing up so soon after she's done it completely destroys the alibi she was going to give. Right. Yeah, and he's wow. also figuring it out as Columbo is figuring it out. Like, he's smart gotcha. enough to be like, oh, I got myself into a situation I don't want to be in. But yeah. um, anyway, this show is way better than I thought it was going to be. I mm-hmm. um, I don't watch a lot of detective stuff. Like, I was going to mention X-Files early. Like, that's barely a detective show. You don't get a lot of, like, right. clues and shit. It's all, like, shooting aliens with a gun, which is <laughs> insane. But, <laughs> In a way, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's wild. But um, this I will probably revisit again because it is so comforting, and I like the way it... Um, does the detective genre where it's not like oh you need to figure this out before like you feel bad when you don't figure it out before the character does because the character shows up in act two like alex was saying like he shows up so <laughs> late to the yeah. fucking episode yeah they give you they give you a lot of time with the murderer before columbo everyone's favorite character gets on screen and then you clap and cheer and yell point well, at the screen and go that's columbo that's in cool. a way that makes a lot of sense because you know who Columbo is. If yeah, you watch the right. Show. You don't right. know who this new guy is, and you have to yeah. have a reason to under, you know, to get in their head. Yeah, and there are certain parts where it's like they really highlight things that the killer is doing, and you're like, oh, Columbo's going to get That's him on that one. Clue. Yeah. That's going to uh, be. Ah, I see. He's he's changing. He's changing his shoes. He shouldn't have changed his shoes. Yeah. Now that's gonna that's For gonna the, be a problem. Um, 
for the photograph photography one that we watched, um, he they're they're very clear. They they hang a real hat on the fact that he sets up a, a clock and takes the photo of it, and that right. ends up being the linchpin. But like the fact that he brings a clock before he kills her is such right. a big deal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like yeah because the the clock itself is extremely modern and the place that he kills her is like a, yeah. a rundown also, dusty old ranch I, interior design was very important to that murder <laughs> yeah yeah it, it was like it, it was extremely Bauhaus for a clock mm, right <laughs> but my favorite part about this show as we've been making fun of the entire time every time we do our Columbo impressions is that he plays it off like he doesn't know what's going on to make the killer monologue about how, oh, I'm so smart. I and then thought of he this. acts like he's going to go away. And then he oh. turns around and goes... <laughs> it's the best to be like, yeah. oh, and I had one more question. I can't sleep at night because me, I wouldn't have done I wouldn't have been dumb as hell like you. <laughs> I would have done it smart. <laughs> yeah. See, if but, I was a murderer in this situation, what yeah. I would have done... It's so it's I would have gotten away with it. It's, it's a real, <laughs> it's a real fun way to like sweat them out because oh, like, yeah. so they're great. like, oh, of course I got away with it, but then oh, you actually did catch me off guard. Yeah, that's cool. The yeah. way he does it is like just so great and like oh, but I, you know, there is one thing that's been bothering me, and then he like catch them in the corner like that, and I think it's so strange that nothing I've seen has ripped that off. Like, we keep talking about how this is a, you know, a uh, pillar in, like, uh, detective media, like Star Trek is for Mm sci-fi. But I've never seen anything like this show somehow. I don't know how this hasn't been ripped off by now. Maybe I'm not watching NYPD Blue or whatever that's doing Nobody's done it in the way that this does it like there yeah, are other detective like shows but people... they kind of take from a different cloth I, yeah i think yeah most, most take from sherlock i think a lot or, of a, a lot of yeah. detective shows that or um shows and movies that have uh, like a cop as a protagonist um they usually wield uh you know swing around more authority mm-hmm. and oh think about so it this way aren't the opposite yeah think about it this way do you ever see columbo pull his gun yeah exactly no. He doesn't need he, to. Show, yeah. he shows he, his badge in the second one we watched, and I'm like, oh, he has. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he did shows... like kind of threaten a guy with a court order because the guy was like, well, I can't really give out information about you know insurance policies for my clients, and um, Columbo was like, oh yeah, I'd hate to bother you. Uh, yeah. Maybe it would be more helpful if I got a court order. Yeah. And, oh, um, oh, the I'm guy's so immediately like, oh no, no, this, I'll get you your stuff. To interrupt this important plot fact, but the food they eat in this show looks so good. The, in the first episode, they mm. eat those hot dogs and they're holding them like bananas. Oh yeah, like they're just holding them with their whole hand, just fighting down in a split hot dog. Imagine eating a weenie like that. Uh, um, it it's a, so in the episode that in the special episode that I watched, a plot point was that a dude ordered a bunch of Chinese food and then ate it right before he, that he got murdered. Um, <laughs> and it looked delicious. I gotta Highly say, relatable. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh. He didn't know he was about to get murdered. That's what I'm I, I feel like maybe I could have phrased that better. I know I'm gonna die. <laughs> so I might as well make the best the best of it and eat all this Chinese food. Yeah. Pao, don't fail me now. Um, yeah. So, um, so yeah. you you know what I just found out? Um, you know why? Uh, um, so Columbo's squint isn't necessarily part of his character. Um, his actor actually had an artificial eye. Oh, um, really? For all wow. of well, yeah, I was just reading the wiki article about Peter Falk. Um, he asks he, he asks to borrow somebody's reading glasses in an episode I was watching, 
and yeah. when he puts them on, it's like I'm like, is that is he actually just nearsighted? Like, <laughs> he just can't no, see the. He doesn't material. have any depth perception. He he, you know, um, yeah. one of his eyes is fake. I think it's this one. On well, that he's that expression like, that he's always making. Uh, well, even if it is because uh, of having a fake eye or whatever, like it is it a works. perfect. It's a perfect, it's perfect expression. Yeah. Like it, it makes so it really good. gives Columbo. But character. that's actually his face. If you look at actual pictures of Peter Falk. That's what he looks like. That's his face. He always looks like that. Hmm. So, Cam, I'm really happy to hear that you like the show. I've I will probably that. watch an episode tonight. Well, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I wish really this was it. a little easier to find. Yes. Season uh, one okay. has um, so, one seater. I wish on one of our so, friends yeah. had a box set of we the got, entire show. Yeah, we got Those a, we got DVDs a good news. have two episodes on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I bullshit. Am, I, I will I will give you uh, I will do a dead drop in the middle of the night of more of those discs if you want to. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, Nick I gave me a DVD. I'm like, oh, it's sick! I can watch like two or three of these. It had two episodes on uh, one disc. Dude, that's that's like two and a half hours of entertainment. It's insane. <laughs> it's one The Shining. It's weird yeah. that this isn't this hasn't been scooped up by any of the streaming services. Well, if this was on yeah. Amazon or, or Netflix or something, I'd be streaming this all night. Yeah, I know. It's not on any streaming service. It has its own YouTube page with a couple of episodes up for free, yeah. but not all of them. You know, it's, it's on just... Amazon Prime and you can watch it with ads um, oh, on there. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I um, could do yes. that. It's on Amazon Prime Video, and you can buy individual episodes, but you might as well just watch it with the ads yeah. rather than yeah. buy Unfortunately, like it's not going to give you whatever 70s ads were playing during this thing. Honestly, I I would no, it gave me, like, stuff for, like, the new <laughs> Suzuki something. I don't know. Um, oh kind of related, but um, a lot of, uh, you know, sports networks and sports channels have been replaying old games uh, just because there's no sports right now. Right, um, and mm. I really wish that they played all the old ads because, like, a lot of uh, them are in SD and of a certain vintage, uh, and it's oh, like yeah. this is a game from two thousand. Let me watch the fucking Pepsi commercial. <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, you gotta watch. The, you gotta find somebody's VHS tape for that. Yeah. But um, uh, one of the it's nice be things hot today. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alex, one of the nice things about this show, and unfortunately, Cam, you can't take advantage of this, but one of the nice things about this show is that it is constantly being rerun on cable. It has been in syndication mm-hmm. for like 20 years at least. Like the last episode <laughs> aired officially in 2003, but there were, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was, you know, on and off for a long time before that. And so, you know, I one of the things is when you search Columbo, Google will tell you, uh, here's what channel it's on right yeah. now. Like here's an <laughs> it's episode. On an episode is playing right now. Like yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually kind of kind of endearing. Like oh, I can hop in in the middle of a mystery and you know like see yeah. see what's going on. I'm definitely uh, going to track it down on cable then. Yeah, it's That's actually a big, like big it's a it's a good just like comfort like recording thing or mm-hmm. like just like hey, I want to I want to watch something. I don't need to be a hundred percent invested in it, but it'll be a, it'll be a fun time, and it's. You can you can count on it. You know it's reliable in a way that a lot of things aren't right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so I, I watched an ep- I watched a bunch of Columbo to kind of get myself in the in this right space for this episode of the show. And um, one of the ones was one that I watched uh, last night that I, I really would like to bring up just because it stuck out to me as unique and fun. It was another season four episode. It was actually the one right before um, uh, Negative Reaction, the one that you two watched. Uh, but it's uh, a health guru murders a guy who was franchising one of the one of his gyms from him because he hmm. discovers this elaborate financial schemes and there there were a couple of things that made really made me laugh in this episode. 
One, because it's so dated, which is like, um, the, the scam that this guy is running is he's like, my gym only purchases stuff from other companies that I own, so I'm getting profit both ways. Uh, and oh, then, like my healthcare insurance. Yeah, okay, well, I'm Big getting boy. to that. So, so uh, the, the thing that the health guru murders this guy over, the, the, this guy who gets murdered is like, I'm going to report you to the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission, over what you're doing. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh my god, this was before Reagan. This is before, like, <laughs> we've had we've had like four presidents in between then and now who have completely like defanged the the SEC yeah. to the point where this isn't really even illegal anymore. Like this guy, <laughs> yeah, monopolies are legal. <laughs> this guy, this is now this, allowed. Yeah, this thing, this thing that this guy this dude got murdered over <laughs> is now no longer even like notable. But the other thing is that the way the this health guru, this this guy, by the way, in like. Sometimes they'll tell you a guy is physically fit on an old TV show, and they they'll just you just have to take their word for it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but 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 this this guy is not like that. Like he looks he looks amazing. Like and it's not just like mm-hmm. oh 70s body or whatever. But like he he genuinely looks really good for a health guru. And part of that is like Columbo wants to hound this guy because he's pretty sure he's the murderer. But this guy's like, yeah, okay, uh, you can talk to me, but I got to keep up my workout. And so he's, oh like, boy. jogging, he's going all over the place, he's, like, constant. he has, like, energy to do a hundred thousand things, and Columbo just ate a bowl of chili and smoked a cigar, like, he can't, he can't keep <laughs> he can't up with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Columbo still gets to be annoying and, you know, get this guy in the end over what is a really interesting murder, but he finds himself running into the, uh, wall of not having, like energy or or space to keep up with and annoy this guy that's into, into giving him up that's an good way to beat Columbo it's just to <laughs> yeah. run it's just to be faster and more fit. don't try to outsmart him just outrun him yeah and so um just get away yeah uh, the way that he killed this guy is he strangled him by like basically using a, an iron pipe to like like holding it on, on either side and like pulling mm-hmm. on him to choke this guy out but how he frames it is he changes the guy's clothes and shoes and puts him on a like weight bench, no way. like a bench press, uh, and, and lowers lowers the no lowers the the, no the bench, lowers the barbell onto his neck so it looks like he dropped the barbell onto his neck. Oh, dude! So <laughs> it's it's such a like it's a it's a clever like way to way to get around this and of course there are all kinds of holes in this murder setup (laughs) of course but (laughs) but it was just a very inventive way to to organize everything and it was just like a like i just wanted to highlight that even outside of the episodes you guys watch like every episode is like this every episode has a weird quirk to it or uh, some guest star or some crazy ass murder that like is just fun to even just go over the little details of and that's why i like this show no yeah Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm totally excited to uh keep watching yeah, same. Um, so, uh, speaking of shows, uh, this has been mostly been ours, but oh. Alex, I believe you've got an episode next week? Oh, God, we gotta um, do this again? Assuming nothing <laughs> goes wrong, yes. Um, yeah, so this was a little bit, I was not completely sure what I wanted to do this week, uh, or next week, um, but we are going to be... Uh, as a bit of a spiritual successor to the first episode uh, we did last year in the show, or I did right. last year in the show, uh, we are doing uh, a video game, a city builder called Cities Skylines. 
this is a bit of a uh, uh, a spiritual successor in a way to the SimCity games. Um, mm. It'll allow me to live out an elaborate fantasy of being in a city right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll or be, and also being in control of the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll still get stuck in traffic, though. Does, does City <laughs> Skylines have have a facsimile of the guy in SimCity who would say, you can't cut funding, you will regret this? <laughs> I would. You could probably mod him in. <laughs> you mod him in? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward have, to that. I think that'll be a fun thing. Did you have a goal, or did, was it just like a play for two hours? Was it a build yeah, up a certain amount of things? I, I think. What, what did you want um, us to do? I think starting off is uh, presents its own challenges, and I like um, have being able to kind of manage that stuff. Um, definitely try to play with uh, with money to start off, but uh, feel free to check the unlimited money box if you'd like. Um, <laughs> I, you just see what kind of things you can build. Uh, fuck around with terraforming, flood your whole city, install some mods. It has, uh, <laughs> you it know, has, all the normal things. Yeah. It has full uh, Steam Workshop support. Um, so you literally just click on the tab and click uh, install on any interesting mod that sounds cool. Uh, it's very easy to do that stuff. Um, so, yeah, mess around with it for a couple hours. Uh, we'll you just do a book report style, see how yeah, everybody did. Take screenshots. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm excited after yeah, after yeah. the fucking roller coaster episode. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, that one was that one was city, great. baby. <laughs> so there's just uh, there's just one more thing I couldn't uh, I couldn't get out of my head. There's oh, just I one more thing we were, that I I think we were done. What, what, I gotta <laughs> go. I'm really busy. I don't have time for this. I'm going down it's to the cave later. Thing. I just just one more thing that I I just gotta I just gotta get off my chest, I mean, and that is if you wanted to send an email to please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Where where would Oof. it go? Because me, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But I would send it to please don't cast at gmail.com. Oh, that's weird. Uh, I, I, I would send it to please do murder your wife. Yeah, oh, I would send it to I didn't murder her.com. In the send it to section. if I think did anybody has that domain. <laughs> Some guy who murdered her did. That's how. Oh, it's my OJ um, fan site. Anyway, uh, if you would like to send us an email, we almost made it all the way through. At please don't cast at gmail.com. And if you wanted to tweet directly at Cam, you would uh, tweet at him at please don't cast or right. uh, send him a message at uh, please don't cast on Instagram. And um, if you wanted to give us money, uh, it's possible so that we don't wear the same ratty coat all the time. Uh, <laughs> Just so is, that nuns that, don't mistake us for homeless people. Yes, that's right. That would be Patreon slash Please Don't Cast. Uh, and we do have some tiers on there. Uh, we're not too concerned about it. We're all locked up inside, but it would be nice if you would pay Cam's rent. Um, yeah, that'd be great. I'm getting paid a lot less than I should be. <laughs> is is Hunter working right now? No. Ooh, Only so Jensen. Jensen. Jensen's working so hard every day to bring us home the coronavirus for me. She's <laughs> <laughs> doing a oh. great job. <laughs> yeah, two cases already. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. He's one of them. All right. Anyway. Well, this has been our show. Next week, we will see you with Cities Skylines. We'll be living in please the don't city. listen to this. Your life depends on it. And we'll see you then. <laughs> all right. You can stop your recordings, everyone. I wish I could remember how that song went.